Yeah. And we are recording now. Hello and welcome to Everyday People. Aditya Agrawal. Uh, thank you so much for sitting down with me. Uh, the first question I always ask to to every guest: Who are you? What do you do? And what is your current side project? Uh, hey, Vibhav. Uh, pleasure to be here. I think thanks for inviting me. Uh, my name is Aditya Agrawal. I am based out of Bangalore as of now. So I currently am working for a startup. I mm-hmm. work in the customer success team, right? Uh, again, uh, it's mostly related to B two B SaaS space. Mm-hmm. Uh, been in this industry for now close to seven years, mm-hmm. right? And in terms of side project, I think uh, what I would like to maybe specifically mention for this podcast is I'm I'm someone who's uh, very passionate about sports, right? Oh, okay. So. Uh, similar to you, but not at uh, the same consistency at the same level. I've uh, let's say briefly done a podcast as well. Uh, what I let's say still continue to do here and there is write. I have my own uh, blog website, you can call it. Yep. Which I where I used to do it more frequently, but now I do it every now here and then. Awesome. We'll talk all about all of these things first. Let me talk to you about your work. So yeah. I'm very familiar with customer success teams. I, uh, I personally am a technical writer. So I've worked okay. with CS people as my stakeholders, often asking them what they need for documentation. For somebody who doesn't know what customer success is and somebody who's listening, help, help them understand like what is, your, what is it that you exactly do on a day-to-day basis? I think when I look at B2B space, uh, let's say when you're selling out or let's say making someone purchase a technology which you have, uh, they become your customers, right? Uh, whichever brand or organization is going to, let's say, use your tool or technology or product, they mm-hmm. become your uh, customers. So now what we have, uh, a customer success manager is basically someone who's designated to few of these customers who have purchased your tools. And they have to, in turn, ensure that whatever client requirements or customer requirements are there, uh, let's say are managed, uh, expectations are managed, stakeholders are managed. And in the end, from, let's say, their organization standpoint for which they are being, let's say, hired as a customer success manager, they have to ensure that they have a continuous stream of revenue coming in from those customers. Either they maintain that revenue or they try to increase that revenue from the existing customers. So in a nutshell, that's what their core objective is. But on a day-to-day basis, it requires a lot of, I would say, interesting and challenging tasks in managing those individual customers and stakeholders, uh, which is fun. Awesome. And uh, so you said you've been in doing this for seven years. Uh, when you started your career, um, did you imagine that this is what you wanted to do? Or was it uh, something that you sort of fell into and decided, okay, I'm just going to continue doing this? Okay. Uh, I think most of the engineers will vouch for it nowadays is uh, at that particular point of time, we just wanted a job, right? Yeah. I think uh, I, for instance, uh, realized pretty soon that I can't continue anymore in the core science field. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to look out for a job on money, uh, right? And uh, the first job which I had was uh, like a placement offer, uh, let's say on the campus itself. So it was something which didn't require me to specialize in any of the technical fields, uh, did require maybe some smartness around, let's say, handling day-to-day tasks. So from there onwards, let's say I could foray maybe six, seven months down the line, foray into the customer success manager role. 
and that's when I realized maybe dealing with day-to-day nuances, uh, talking to people, handling those aspects is something which I found interesting. Mm-hmm. So I have since then continued in this field and I'm still, uh, let's say, uh, liking it to an extent where I believe I can do the best compared to everything else in the market. Amazing. You know, one thing I did not do and I'm just realizing is test our recording and I've had mistakes before where like, you know, my mic didn't get recorded or the guest mic didn't get recorded. I'm so scared. I don't want to break the flow (laughs) of the podcast, (laughs) but I have a feeling that I should stop recording and just check once. Um, Yeah. Give me one second. We'll pick so I'm this. not sure if you noticed, but I'm using this. Uh, thank you so much right? for doing that. I noticed that immediately <laughs> and I noticed that your audio quality is very nice. So thank you so much for yeah. doing that. Give me one second. I'm just going to stop recording. Picking back up. Uh, thank you so much for the uh, for bearing with the interruption. Um, my follow up question on that then is, do you enjoy your job? So I think uh, with every sort of a job, it does, let's say, uh, turn into a love-hate relationship, right? I mm-hmm. think there are aspects which you hate, but there are aspects which you love, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I wouldn't go to an ex- uh, the extent where I, let's say, become philosophical and say that, oh, okay, this was uh, what I was born for, or this is what I was born to do, right? Uh, that's not the case, right? But I would, again, it comes to the fact that what's the best you can do with your skill sets, right? Yeah. And I think this is what I'm comfortable with this is what which is uh, which also challenges me uh, along with being comfortable right so uh, I think yeah that's what I would say makes me happy to do this that's a good answer uh, which is why I ask people about their side project as well you know because sometimes yeah people are more excited about what they're doing on the side rather than you mentioned that you love sports um, yeah. what, what sports are you watching uh, I primarily follow football, basketball, and cricket, mm-hmm. right? But then I kind of keep on checking every now and then something other as well, like maybe American football, uh, oh, okay. so maybe anything random which pops out on YouTube or something, right? But these are the three sports which I follow uh, very regularly. How much of a time investment is it to follow all three sports? Oh, oh in the peak season, it's too much road. So if I had to give you an instance... Uh, Let's say if you have a day where you have all three ongoing, mm-hmm. you'll probably have cricket during the daytime because that's how it is. You'll have football in the extreme nights and then you'll have basketball in the extreme morning. All right. So your your sleep schedule is probably screwed up if, you're, if you want to be up to date or follow everything as and when it happens. Otherwise, you catch up on highlights and scores. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I've tried to maintain my sanity around it. Uh, I don't... I would like to have, let's say, more time on the hand to kind of make sure I'm up to date, keep in touch with everything. But yeah, I try to follow as much as possible there. Amazing. Uh, you mentioned you have a blog. Uh, do you have a sports blog or do you write about other things? No, it's sports blog only, right? So uh, I can maybe give you a brief, uh, if it's not digressing too much, I can give you a brief of how this started, right? So yeah. I'm sure you would have heard of the Last Dance documentary about Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls, right? So yes, this yes. came out back in COVID, right? Mm-hmm. And this was something very different. No one, even someone who watches sports frequently, uh, hadn't seen something like this out there, let's say, uh, in the world of documentaries, movies, anything, right? Uh, so it was very exciting, right? And then that was a time when you weren't meeting people regularly, right? You were usually catching up with them on the calls or on, let's say, video calls, Zoom and all those things. So I watched it. I was kind of, uh, 
let's say two buzzed about it i wanted to speak to someone about it right and then i realized that okay uh, maybe the good part or maybe the one thing which i can do is maybe write about it hmm. in terms of how i feel uh, about that thing at that particular point of time and then i did it right i just wrote a piece i realized that okay what can be the platform where i release this hmm. because i just don't want to keep it to myself this time around uh, so i let's say made a quick small website on wordpress simple nothing fancy and got a free domain uh, posted this and yeah that was a start awesome uh, uh what's your blog just uh, just for my knowledge yeah so it's uh, the sportstales.wordpress.com the sportstales t a l e s yeah the sportstales.wordpress.com yeah Nice. You will not see anything very recently there because, as I mentioned, I've been in and out of it, uh, trying to find more time to do it, trying to let's say be less lazy around it. But yeah, trust me, I know. Man, I have my own blog, and it's ah <laughs> uh, god, it's a pain. It's sometimes such a pain to have something to write about, right? Like, is it's, yeah. And when you have something to write about, also, it's like. am i is my opinion that relevant should i share it and all the other hmm, imposter syndrome yeah. things um okay so between your blog and your work right yeah if if i ha- of course like taking the money aspect of it aside from your work if you yeah. could do your blog full time as a job instead hmm. would you prefer to do that or would you prefer your uh your actual job um if i take the money aspect aside then yeah maybe uh why not um, and i think uh, if i'm being honest i actually once when i was kind of regular into it i tried let's say to see if i can get some like a uh employment opportunities through this mm-hmm. right maybe like a side hustle not like a full time sort of thing but a side hustle got a few interest but then nothing kind of uh eventually it turned out to be a success so the idea was i continued writing let's say as a hobby uh but then what i realized is that even before this uh let's say for one of my friends i used to do let's say uh, help her out in terms of writing content pieces hmm. right because she was a freelancer and then uh she used to have a lot of such uh, let's say technical writing all of such blogs and such projects so i thought maybe i'll give it a try right maybe let me see if i'm any good at it so i would say that's my first real experience with maybe writing content and then eventually when i realized that okay if i can mix it with let's say something like sports hmm. uh, nothing better than that for let's say my personal liking very nice so yeah to i think coming back to the main question again yes why not Yes, that's what happens. Awesome. I mean, I would love to I'll go through your blog and see like if there's something that we can do together. Uh because yeah. I myself I'm like a full-time writer, right? So uh, Okay. So it's just looking for opportunities to work with people. I once interviewed uh I forget the exact name, but I interviewed somebody who was um who works with Pune FC. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and they were like a uh, background ma- like a pr manager or something like that if if i'm hmm. this was like a few years ago so but if i look through like every interview i have ever done i, I have it published and everything 
uh, so I can look through and see if I. But do you follow Indian football or do you only follow like European football? Uh, mostly European, right? I would want to follow uh, Indian football as much as I would want to, but it's mostly European. Uh, again, I I would found a bit hypocritical when I say that oh it's nice, but then I don't watch it, right? So. I would want to follow it as much as possible. Mm. I've been to let's say uh, one ISL match so far. I I let's say want to be more frequent, but somehow not been able to so far. So I went to one of the ISL matches back in Mumbai. Mm-hmm. This was three four years back now. But yeah, the experience is damn nice. Yeah, I got a chance to go to two matches through that person, and it was uh, Bangalore versus Kerala. And it was oh. like fantastic! I went to Chinnaswamy Stadium, and so I also live in Bangalore. Sorry, I should have clarified that. Oh, yeah. So I went to Chinnaswamy Stadium, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I mean, you get caught up in that stadium environment, yeah. and it's just that vibe is great. Like we're cheering for Bangalore FC, even though we've never I had never heard of the team before, but along with everybody else, we're cheering for Bangalore FC, and it's yeah. amazing fun. So, so the one thing I think which I've been able to uh, let's take off in my checklist is all the three sports which I mentioned. Yeah, I have been able to watch at least one live match for all the three. That's and that too in nice. India. Okay. So I watched ISL match in Mumbai. I went to one theater to watch India versus West Indies. And back in 2019, uh, NBA organized two summer games. So they have this preseason games. They organized two summer games. uh back to back i think one was saturday the other was sunday mm-hmm. uh again in mumbai so i got hold of the tickets that time went to watch the match i enjoyed that experience as well. so at least i have like had uh, like one match witnessed one match for uh, from every sport which i usually follow live so yeah that's all together very different and a very uh, very nice experience are you following the world cup at the moment cricket world cup Yeah, I think it just uh, started. Just so, started, yeah. yeah. So I, I am just as of now uh, watch the highlights because I think only the first match was interesting. Let's see what happens tomorrow. Let's see what happens tomorrow is England versus Australia. For those, I'm um, like, at the time of recording, India it versus is, Australia. Yeah, when when somebody is listening to this, it will be like weeks later. Okay. Uh, but um, so between all of this, like. you know what you've told me your work your side project your blog your your love for sports i the reason i do this show is because i used to like really have issues with work life balance right and this was my way of like asking people for advice about it uh, the 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 premise essentially is that people are doing more than the bare minimum the bare minimum for for you for example would be to do your job earn money and that's good enough but you're following things beyond that you're doing things beyond that why do you think people do more than what is the bare minimum requirement at work or anywhere else okay uh might not be expert opinion on this but again i'll just have a uh, let's say uh, my crack at it mm-hmm. so again i think it comes from the fact that Uh, whatever primarily you do, if it doesn't let's say keep you happy around it, or maybe even if it does, I think it's uh, more from the perspective of if I can do something which I'm interested in, yeah, or if your job is really interesting, then maybe learning more about it is where you are spending your extra time. So right, I think that's what drives people, let's say, to do more outside their primary sort of let's say work or income or job, right? So. 
uh, I think that's my thought process around it, right? I think uh, I haven't come across people, uh, let's say, uh, those sort of folks where you would realize that, okay, what they do at the side is much bigger than what their primary kind of role is, right? So I think from my limited perspective or opinion, uh, what I feel is I think it's more, it's about learning or exploring more. Okay. Uh, one more question is when I ask for guests, uh, so the way the show works is I interviewed my friends and then friends of friends and then friends of friends of friends yeah. and so on and so forth. So Palash is my friend as well as yours. Uh, he's the one who yeah. recommended you. The way I ask for recommendations though is interesting because I ask who do you admire? Hmm. And and I want to talk to that person. I want to talk to who's uh, I want to talk to somebody who's admired by somebody else. Why do you think Palash admires you? What do you think he admires about you? Oh, I don't know, dude. It should be the other way around, actually. I'll have to ask him if I'll have to basically. I'm, uh, so I've known Palash uh, since my college. He was my uh, batchmate, right? So I've known Palash for twelve years now. So wow. okay. the idea is, if that's the case, I'm getting to know it for the first time. So maybe I'll have a separate chat with him. But uh, not sure. I think uh, th- that's a weird take, right? Uh, I want to be humble at the same time, but then again, you're asking me why someone advised me. Okay. Uh, I'll maybe take the fifth on this. <laughs> <laughs> that is a American thing, but sure. Uh, so, but let let me ask you the reverse then, because you mentioned it should be the other way around. What do you admire yeah. about him? Oh, oh, Palash has been extremely kind and helpful, right? I think uh, I admire about. Uh, so basically, back in college, I think he was the one who was uh, way uh, tech savvy amongst all of us, right? And I think. Uh, there have been instances where you would go to Palash and he wouldn't hesitate to help you in any matter whatsoever, right? He's someone who's always soft-spoken, hmm. right? Uh, who's always those that down-to-earth uh, kind of a person, right? Who's diligent about his work. So when you reach this stage, as in where I am at this point in my life, I kind of really value these aspects. Right. So when you look back at the last 12 years and how it is still currently, right, even when I, when we speak uh, here and there, those traits still continue. Mm-hmm. You see people change more often than not during college or maybe post-college, but he has always remained the same. So I think that is something which is, uh, which, which is something I admire about him. Would you say you admire consistency? Absolutely. I think... Uh, you uh, never strive for accuracy, I believe, because uh, being consistent is much better. Even though you're far off from accurate, you'll reach there one day. So be consistent. I think nothing better than that. I, I definitely admire that about the folks. That's why even though I mentioned I have that, uh, I would not usually want to call it a side project, but I hate that about myself that I couldn't be consistent in writing. Well, maybe I want to, but I couldn't be. Maybe this meeting was, you know, the right um, spur for you to be like, yeah, I, I should pick it up again. Maybe, yeah. So, uh, two more questions to finish off our interview. Uh, I know it's, yeah. it, it's flown by. Uh, one is I always ask for three pieces of advice. In your case, I would love to ask you for advice to for students. For students, uh, especially engineering students, who are mm. just about to begin their career, in your seven mm. years, 
what are three essential pieces of advice you found into having a stable and sane career that doesn't take over your life i think for engineering students let's say who are in college or who about to leave college who plan to join somewhere again i would not go to the extent that work hard be focused not to those aspects but what i would let's say maybe ask them for is have a side project or know something or try to know something other than let's say uh, let's say where you're going to work or what you're going to work on right mm-hmm. other than your academics uh and that is something uh, which i believe definitely helps in the long run because if you have those additional skills right mm-hmm. uh, that's what would separate you from someone else sitting across the room when you work because you have those additional skills which he or she might not have right or if you look at the other person where you see that okay why is that person doing better than me is because that person would have explored more back in the college when you could when you have time to do that when you have those resources i think go ahead and do that explore and that exploration can be anything right? that can be something like traveling that can be any other hobby it can be maybe a skill development that can be uh, building uh, let's say a network any such thing right but these things in longer run help yeah amazing so that's that's one i need two more pieces yeah. of advice okay Two for college students is have fun. I think uh, it's still uh, as in when you're twenty to twenty three year old, don't think too much about what's going to happen. Uh, let's say start planning your pension, retirement. Don't go into that sort of a mode. Have fun. You still have a lot of lot many years to figure that out. So have fun. Don't be all let's say serious about life at that particular point of stage. Have fun. travel as much as possible have fun you will realize that you eventually plan to do it later but that later never comes right so do it as much as possible as early uh i think that's primarily it i uh, i'm still let's say i still have to follow on a lot of these advices myself so uh i think yeah that's the uh, that's my two cents i would say good enough and for the last thing um this is something where you are speaking directly to the audience uh, advertise yeah. something to the audience now this can be your blog it can be something that you sell if not it can be a book recommendation a movie recommendation uh, a song recommendation or any other or a quote that you like so anything that you wanted to recommend directly to the audience this is your stage to do it hmm what do i advertise someone go read my blogs i think yeah that i would say <laughs> the sportstales.wordpress.com .wordpress.com yeah uh, if you find it interesting let me know i have been waiting for some sort of feedback in terms of what more can i do what better can i do let me know i might think about it the next time i write and then accordingly work on it so yeah yeah it's linked in the description for anybody listening wherever you're listening it should be there and uh, please go add a comment we we bloggers thirst for comments because we sometimes don't know if anybody's reading yeah <laughs> right more than liking more than sharing leave a comment because then it tells us yes you read it and you whether you liked it or not tell us that so that then we can continue writing going forward yeah and maybe uh, two more folks i can advertise is uh there's uh, i have a flatmate here in bangalore uh, who's uh, let's say who kind of makes music mm-hmm. he is a musician so his name is abhijit pathak mm-hmm. uh do check it uh, check him out on spotify please if you can abhijit pathak makes music on spotify amazing and that yeah, link will also be one. in the description and you had one more 
and one more i have a, a college mate who kind of writes on medium and all ankit bhandari so you can maybe check him out as well i have appreciation for people he he does it consistently more consistently than me so i have appreciation for people who do that say his name one more time ankit bhandari ankit bhandari okay i'm bhandari yeah sorry. yeah the making a note so that i can always i can follow up with you later and then take the links and then put it in the description so on logistics yeah <laughs> well this has been awesome aditya thank you so much for spending this time with me how was this experience for you oh this was damn nice uh, the same thing i think uh, the the entire conversation flew by right and uh, you said 25 30 whatever minutes it was i didn't realize i think uh, how the time has went by i uh, i didn't have to like stress too much about it as well right i think uh, it was a very natural conversation so I, i really enjoyed it i think this is the first time i am actually speaking to you as well yeah first time you're actually speaking i yeah. love having my first conversation with somebody and recording it because yeah. you know like people say oh, it's hard to meet people or it's hard to start a conversation with somebody it's really not you just have yeah. to ask them about what they do and <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are now i think the 130th person or something like that that i've interviewed not always in this format uh, this mm. the um, this series started as a blog series and i did 100 episodes that way and then 101 onwards it was a podcast oh okay okay and, and the podcast fo- format is fun but now i'm like okay i want to take advantage of youtube as well and why not when the when the guests are there mm. like if somebody's spending time talking to me on a call why not mm. just record the call Absolutely yeah. So this uh, I'm going to go talk to Aditi a little bit more outside of recording. Thank you so much for listening uh, if you have so far. Aditi can you, uh, would you like to say bye to the audience? Uh thank you everyone who kind of joined in who would be listening to this. Uh thank you so much. Great work for your good consistency. I think keep checking up Webhub's work. Uh thank you so much for having me. Uh have a great day everyone. Bye.